New poll numbers suggest trouble, trouble for President Biden. According to the New York Times, seeing a college poll released over the weekend, the former President Trump is leading in five battleground states, Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. John King will break down some of the polling in a moment. A presidential election a year away, but what happens on Election Day tomorrow could say much about how voters will see key issues next year, including abortion. Virginia is the only southern state with no new abortion restrictions since Roe v. Wade was overturned. But now, in pursuit of abortion legislation, which full, uh, with full Republican control of the Senate legislature would enable, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is on the campaign trail. So in this week's All Over the Map, John King talks with the governor and Virginia voters. A change of seasons in Loudoun County and a choice that will echo well beyond Virginia. Abortion is tough. I have two girls. Um, I feel personally that every woman has the right to do what she feels is right for her with her body. Nanette Meese is a registered Republican, but one of the suburban voters who changed Virginia from red to blue. Abortion and guns, those are two big things. Meese voted early for the Democrat in a critical state Senate race here. Five flyers in the mail every day for the last month. It's a lot of, a lot of money wasted. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is among those spending millions. Holding the House, flipping the Senate. Holding the House, flipping the Senate. Youngkin is not on this year's ballot, but his presidential ambitions are. Youngkin thinks he can reverse the Republican collapse in the suburbs, even while backing new abortion restrictions. If voters give him a full Republican legislature, Youngkin says Virginia will ban abortions after 15 weeks, with exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother. No more are we going to allow bureaucrats to tell folks that parents don't belong in the classroom. Yet no abortion mention in his rally speech. You said you're for tax cuts, you're for parental rights, you're for more funding for police. Isn't it strong leadership to say, I'm for this too? It is very clear where I stand on this. We're running a big advertising campaign. Here's the truth. There is no ban. Virginia Republicans support a reasonable 15-week limit. Mega Republicans like Juan Pablo Segura want to ban abortions in Virginia. Criminalizing abortions is wrong. It is a giant test of whether Republicans can end a streak of punishing election losses since the Supreme Court tossed out Roe v. Wade. Discussion around abortion is one between an extreme position from the left and a reasonable position from all Republicans. The Yunkin events look like a presidential test run. This is in Henrico County, the fast-growing Richmond suburbs. Democrats hope to unseat a big Yunkin ally and prove the abortion debate still cuts their way. There's nothing reasonable about banning abortion, but that's exactly what Republican Siobhan Donovan wants to do. During the COVID lockdowns, it was Siobhan Donovan that really worked to, to get our kids back in the classrooms, and I'm deeply appreciative for that. Rachel Kulak calls herself a conservative independent, supports Donald Trump, prefers a six-week abortion ban, but is open to compromise. I don't support abortion, but if he can get it to 15 weeks, I think perhaps that's a fair middle ground. Loudoun County is 40 miles west of Washington, D.C. It still leaned red when G. Van Fleet moved here 18 years ago. Loudoun was home to just shy of 100,000 people then. It is more than four times that now, and 20% of the county's voters are Asian. My neighbors are Indians, Vietnamese, Korea, and I'm Chinese. And uh, if you talk about diversity, this is a very diverse area. It's also become more democratic out here. Does that bother you? It bothers me, yes. South Carolina-born Gladys Burke is part of Loudoun's evolution. 
She is an independent who leans blue, owns a promotional products business, and takes issue with Youngkin's education agenda. This thing about um, not teaching black history in the schools, not recognizing our black history, because I lived it. But still undecided on the state senate race that could tip the balance of power. I've never been this torn before. But you're open to some restrictions. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even if she votes Republican this time, Burke says Youngkin is wrong to think Virginia will return to red next year. Absolutely, Biden, 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 Biden. You like him? <laughs> Absolutely. I think he's done a great job. Nanette Meese is the face of Virginia's suburban shift. Her last Republican vote for president, George W. Bush, back in 2004. That is the last time the Republican nominee carried Loudoun County and Virginia. Still a registered Republican, but ready to cast a fifth consecutive Democratic vote for president next year, but with hesitation. I don't think he's the perfect one. But if I have to pick between him and Trump, who I would never, ever, ever vote for, it'd be Biden and just pray. That's for next November. First, this year's big test. John King joins us. Now, what else did the, the new poll reveal about a potential Biden-Trump rematch? So let's walk through it, Anderson. Let's just start with tomorrow, because that new poll showed Biden is weak, and it showed he's bleeding his coalition. So tomorrow, in Virginia, in Ohio, and elsewhere, we're going to look at the results and see if there are more clues about 2024. In Virginia, we'll look here in the northern Virginia suburbs, down here in the Richmond suburbs. Can Governor Youngkin bring swing voters back to Republicans? That poll suggests, now let me pop out, this is the 2020 map, right? What did that poll show? That poll showed, watch, these were blue in 2020. Michigan and Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona and Nevada. That poll showed right now all six states won by Joe Biden in 2020. He is either trailing or in a dead heat with Donald Trump. Why, Anderson? That's why it's so interesting. Let me go deep into the poll. The horse race numbers are one thing, but it's underneath the poll that you shows the president. The incumbent president is in deep trouble. Donald Trump beats him in those states by 20 plus points on the economy. Donald Trump beats him by more than 10 points on immigration. The president says Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. They run almost even on that issue. The president with just a narrow edge. So on the issues, Trump. And then look, the president simply, Anderson right now, is bleeding from the Democratic coalition. He won young voters by a lopsided margin. They're tied, voters 18 to 29. He won more than 9 in 10 black votes in 2020, only 71% in those states in this poll. The Latino vote, Trump did make some progress in 2020, but he's making even more now. So if you look at this, if the president can't fix this, he has a year, but if he cannot fix the bleeding of his coalition, this is the 2020 map. What happens if he doesn't fix it, Anderson? Is that. Mm. And the Republicans win. Mm. Don King, thanks very much. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll be right back.